Up next, House Father Neil Pfeiffer and Mike Kudrowski will visit with Deacon Gary Schumacher as they continue live from Napoleon. Again, we'd like to thank Production Service Agronomy, Butcher Block Meats, and Ryan Family Dealerships for helping make these hours possible. Butcher Block Meats provides something for everyone when it comes to meats. You can choose from different bundles featuring steaks, ground beef, boneless chuck roast, center-cut pork chops, and country-style ribs. Butcher Block Meats also has assorted gift boxes where you can combine meats into a custom gift box. You can call for special orders or visit their store at 108 West Main Street in Mandan. Their number is 701-663-0558 and online at butcherblockmeats.net. Production Service Agronomy of Mohal, North Dakota has four certified crop advisors on staff who provide professional crop consulting, soil sampling, and zone management services for farmers in North Central and Northwest North Dakota. For more information, you can contact them by calling 701-756-6361. Brian Christie and the staff at Production Service Agronomy are proud sponsors of the Fall Live Drive broadcast from Bismarck and Napoleon on the Real Presence Radio Network. What's stopping you from becoming Catholic? That's the question Dr. David Anders poses to callers on Called to Communion. Heard in the afternoon at 1 Central. Here's some of what you'll hear. Mark in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, listening on Real Presence Radio. Hey, Mark, what's on your mind today? Oh, yeah, you guys just had a caller about uh, uh, talking about Lent. And uh, I was wondering if you could clarify that, because it sounded like you said... Catholics need to give up something every Friday all year long and specifically have to give up meat during Lent. Is, is, is that right? Is that what you were saying? You're, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to abstain from meat on Fridays uh, during Lent. And on uh, Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, uh, you're, you're to fast also during Lent. And there's specifications for what that means. During the rest of the year, Catholics are not obligated to abstain from meat. However, they are supposed to acknowledge Friday as the day of the Lord's crucifixion, the day of the Lord's passion, in some special way. right? And that could be abstinence from meat, but it could be some other form of penance that they want to engage in. Okay. Very good. We thank you so much for that. Uh, Mark, we do appreciate your call. Glad you're listening on Real Presence Radio. Here is a question now. Let me pull it up here. This is from Dakota. Dakota says, I want to join the church, but the only setback is my fiancé's family. My fiancé's grandparents are dead set on her going to a Baptist church once she moves to where I'm stationed. Well, I'm not sure exactly what she wants, but I plan to discuss everything with her. I know that she tends to bend to her family's will despite what she wants. Looking for advice here. I plan to take her to a service at the chapel on base to see what she thinks once she's out here. What are your thoughts? Well, I think that the scriptures say that we leave our father and our mother and we cling to our wife and to become one flesh. When you leave your father's household, uh, you you honor your parents after you grow up. You know, you provide for them if they need sustenance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bury them when they're dead. You pray for their souls. Uh, you know, you take the grandkids to go visit them if they're nice people. You know, there are all kinds of things we can do to honor our parents when we move out of our house. But we're not under the parents, or certainly not the grandparents, direct rule or jurisdiction after we set up our own household right. and, become, and become householders ourselves and have, you know, have our own family. And, and uh, we're answerable to God for our own conscience, not for the conscience of my grandfather. 
and uh, and so to defer to the wishes of grandparents about how I should worship God, well, you know what St. Peter had to say about that. He said, we have to obey God rather than men. Mm-hmm. That's the proper attitude. What, 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 what are you persuaded in conscience? Is your moral obligation before God in terms of the right worship due to him? That's the only question that matters on this issue. And if you are persuaded, if your fiancé is persuaded, that you, you're bound in conscience that the Catholic Church is the church founded by Jesus, to which he calls all men to communion, all women, all people to communion, and, uh, and, uh, and my conscience persuades me of that, then I'm morally obligated to uh, join the Catholic Church, regardless of what Granddad says. Absolutely. And, and Christ anticipated this. He says, I've not come to bring peace but a sword, and to turn a man against the members of his own household. And that happens all the time. People become Catholic, and the relatives say, well, we've had enough of you. It's just regrettable. Yeah. But it's not on the Catholic. Right. It's on the grandfather who's going to be obstinate that way. Exactly. Let's go now to uh, Alex in Houston listening on Guadalupe Radio. Alex, what's on your mind today? That was a short clip from Call to Communion, a show made possible by your generous support of Real Presence Radio. Butcher Block Meats provides something for everyone when it comes to meats. You can choose from different bundles featuring steaks, ground beef, boneless chuck roast, center-cut pork chops, and country-style ribs. Butcher Block Meats also has assorted gift boxes where you can combine meats into a custom gift box. You can call for special orders or visit their store at 108 West Main Street in Mandan. Their number is 701-663-0558 and online at butcherblockmeats.net. Yes, and we're back here in Napoleon, North Dakota on the Live Drive Fall 2019. We're broadcasting live from St. Philip's Neary Catholic Church in Napoleon, North Dakota. Uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father Neil Pfeiffer, the pastor at uh, St. Philip Neary Church. And uh, last hour was just phenomenal. Uh, I, I haven't had a chance to count the number of donors, but I do have a figure here of what was brought in, and it's $9,935. My goodness gracious, thank you very much. So that means a total of $29,805 gets dumped into the bucket. Thank you very much to all those that have uh, uh, that called in. So that's a wrap-up, and we did have some a couple donors at, at the top of the hour. I'll just uh, go up and, and mention those. We had uh, two anonymous gifts uh, at the disciple level. Wow. And we had uh, Janet from Napoleon. Uh, we had another anonymous from Napoleon. And Randy and, and Cynthia called in. And Father, Father Doug from uh, Flounders, Flounders, South Dakota called in. Uh, he, Father Doug says, I appreciate Real Presence Radio. It's the only thing I listen to. It's immersed in the truth. I couldn't say it. Nobody can say it any better than that, Father Doug. Thank you very much for calling in. We had Tom uh, call in from Kintyre. 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 Tires on a car. Kintyre. All yes. right. I'm struggling with that. Uh, all right. So we'll have pitch it back to the uh, Command Central. Go ahead, uh, Aaron. 
Well, you don't have Aaron anymore. You've got Eli. But Eli. thanks, Mike. Here's <laughs> just right, wanted to Eli. give a quick update. Let people know that today's live drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Production Service Agronomy in Mohall, with four certified crop advisors on staff providing professional crop consulting, soil sampling, and zone management services for farmers in North Central and Northwest North Dakota. They can be contacted by calling 701-756-6361. And today's live drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is also brought to you in part by Butcher Block Meats. Butcher Block Meats has assorted gift boxes and bundles to fit your needs. They're located at 108 West Main Street in Mandan, and their phone number is 701-663-0558. We want to thank them and all of our sponsors here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mike? Hey, good job, Eli. Thank you very much for the uh, the update there. And uh, right now we are going to uh, lead into prayer, and we have uh, Father Neil Pfeiffer, with uh, some of his uh, uh, junior high students, I believe, Father. Junior high and elementary students, correct? Yes. From Napoleon? Public school. Napoleon Public School, home of the? Imperials! Imperials! You can sense the excitement. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch us on Facebook Live, on St. Philip Neary's webpage, they are all smiling at you. They're calling probably on their moms and dads to help donate. Let's have a few of these folks introduce themselves. I'm Claire Piatz. I'm Sabrina Haas. I'm Anna Bitts. And what grade are you guys in? Seventh. Seventh grade, just starting junior high. We also have Aaliyah Schwarzenberger, who is a fifth grader. We have Alexis Schneider, who's the daughter of Tanya, who was on last hour, who's also a seventh grader. And we have Jada Schwarzenberger. Today, which prayer are you guys going to pray? The prayer of abandonment. One of my favorites. Are we ready to start? Who's leading us? In the name of the Father. Great job, you guys. Thank you for taking the time to come out of school. Being on the radio, is that more fun than going to the classroom, girls? Yeah! But unfortunately, we still have to learn. Thank you for taking time to come to be with us today here in Napoleon, North Dakota, at St. Philip Neri Catholic Church. All right. Thank you very much, uh, uh, folks, for coming in. Uh, thank you taking uh, time out of your busy schedule at school to come and pray, lead us in prayer this hour. You have a good day, all right? Have a good day. Have fun at the football game tonight. Okay, well, we're back, uh, Father, uh, Father Neil. We're back here on the Live Drive 2000, fall of 2019. And last hour was such a, a, a boost, such a boost. We thank everyone who called in and... Uh, 
This hour, we have challenge matching gifts that have uh, that were secured previous to the live drive, and uh, I just want to go through those right now, if uh, if we could here. We have David and Jackie from Streeter, North Dakota, would like to offer this challenge matching gift for God's graces to be poured forth upon their children and grandchildren. We have Mary June from Dickinson in honor of Father Casmer Pollock and all the priests of the diocese. Uh, we have James and Mary from Grand Forks that would like to offer this challenge matching gift in loving, in loving memory of their parents and in thanksgiving to God for all their blessings. Uh, we have George, thank you George, from Kildare in memory of his wife Gertrude. Uh, we have uh, my good friend Willie up in Dickinson, Willie's uh, hydro testing service. Uh, thank you, Willie. Uh, Richard and Linda Lindemann, uh, Mott, North Dakota, in memory of our three deceased uh, grandsons. Uh, may they rest in peace. And we have our parishes uh, from Granora and Trenton. Uh, St. Bonavis from Granora, St. John the Baptist from Trenton that uh, were very generous to us. That's uh, Father Russ Kovash's parishes up in the north west corner of North Dakota. We have an anonymous gift that uh, was secured previous to the live drive as a challenge matching gift and we have Margaret from Grand Forks uh, would like to offer this gift in thanksgiving to God for all of his blessings and graces to be a foster parent to over 300 children spanning over 43 years. Wow, thank you for your witness. Amen, thank you. And uh, we do have a, a guest here. We have uh, uh, Father Neil, one of, uh, your, another one of your parishioners, and also a me member of the clergy. Yes, one of our two deacons here at the parish, uh, Deacon Gary Schumacher, and welcome to the show, Deacon Gary. Thank you. It's good, good to have to you here. here today, and today, hopefully, we can uh, learn some about the joys and the struggles of living a faith in this small community but also maybe some of the joys and the struggles of being a deacon in service to God. You know, this weekend we're going to hear the gospel. No man can serve two masters. You cannot serve God and mammon. How hard that must be as a clergy living in the diaconate. So hopefully we can shed some light on that today. But let's first get these phones ringing, guys. They're not coming in. How about we call today 1-877-795-795. 0122. Michael says, go slower, Father. 1 877 795 0122. You might have the Real Presence app on your phone. You can contribute there. You can go to yourcatholicradiostation.com, contribute there. You can stop by St. Philip Neary Catholic Church in the front entrance. Greet us. We've had people coming and going all day today. It's a beautiful thing. It so brings a small community together, as Tanya and Lori talked about last hour. Deacon Gary, why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction, who you are, what you do, your family, your friends, how many years you've been married, whatever you'd like to say. Okay. Uh, I'm a deacon. I have been a deacon for 15 years. Praise God. 15, Praise be to God. Yeah. My 15th year button just the last weekend. And uh, I, I guess I really, really like it. There's a lot of times there's, you know, uh, 
things that's hard to do, but you get through it with God's help. I have lived here all my life. I did take out uh, four years to go to college. I got a bachelor's degree. I, when I graduated from college, that was during the Vietnam days, so there was a lot of people with a degree to go teaching. And I thought if I could get a, a job someplace, I'll try. And I sent a resume to Raleigh, North Dakota, which isn't much of a town, but it was at that time. And there was a school south of there, which was St. Gertrude's. And I had a chance to teach there for four years. And I guess teaching there taught me a lot because it was a community of just downright farming, working kids and people. And uh, the kids that were there were hard workers, really good workers. And I liked coaching really well, basketball especially. And the first year I was there, I asked the boys, well, how many games did you win last year? They never told me. They never told me a one thing about basketball, what they had the year before or the year before. So I ended up finding their, uh, the book, you know, that kept points in and everything, and I found out they won at least one game each year. And I thought, well, <laughs> I'm going to have fun coaching, but I look forward to it. So we had our first year teaching those kids. We lost the first game, 42 to 20, and that was a South Dakota team. And the kids came back. We changed our attitude. The end of the year, they took the county tournament. Wow! And they what really turned. Yeah, they really turned out really well. So I'm just, you know, complimenting. I know a lot of those kids are growing up. They're gone. There could be relatives still there, but uh, they really did good. And then the next two years, we still took a first place at least at one tournament. So it was possible that one or two of those guys might be listening today. They could be. I was they thinking the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you're uh, you're listening to your old coach Gary Schumacher, yeah. uh, and you taught. Uh, you were referring to your days at Saint Gertrude's, Gertrude's. in Raleigh. Yeah, wonderful. It was yes. the Catholic school at that time. But That's see, right. the elementary was parochial. I mean, uh, public. So I taught in, you know, the one through eight. But a Father Wald was the priest at that time. Oh, Father Wald. Yes, oh, he was. Yeah, bless his heart. And he was really athletic, and he, uh, he liked to have kids go. And he had a track team, and uh, he was coach of the track kids that one, well, all the time. And one year I had one heck of a good group of four girls, eighth graders, and they could beat the high schoolers, so... <laughs> I wow. shouldn't say this, but they went to the conference, yeah. and they were really good, you know. But these kids were good. I mean, they were just good hard workers. I think I way. remember that uh, that team from Raleigh at St. Gertrude's. That was in the mid-70s, yes. right? Oh, yeah. 70s. Yeah, I think I remember watching them. Uh, I was... Uh, I was in college at Dickinson State at the time, so okay. I was at a few high school meets, and uh, so I might have run into you then. <laughs> okay, it could have been. Sure, But sure. they had some good cross-country kids, too. Uh, a young boy, Cook was the last name, uh -huh. and he won in cross-country the ah, state yeah. a couple yeah. of years in a row, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, so, Deacon Gary, you know, you talk about that tremendous turnaround. How much does the attitude change a team? You know, you talk about the years before they weren't winning and they were struggling, and all of a sudden, you know what? Hey, we're winning. They're going to start having fun. How, how, how do you implement that as a coach? Because I think many parents today might struggle with a teenager at home. What would your philosophy be 
on the attitude. The philosophy of the attitude of those kids, um, we're talking about, you know, seventh and eighth graders. I had the fifth and sixth grade too. But I focused on the seventh and eighth graders because they were getting ready to go to high school. But to get the kids to do what they did, I had to take and coach each one individually to find what they could do the best. So you met them where they are at. Where they're at. And then and you use their gifts and their talents as a strength. That's right. I had a young boy that had club feet. He could dribble the ball. He could bring the ball up the court. He could handle the ball just as good as any other kid. And I kept him in that position, and he played it, and he played it perfectly. And the other kids, I could name all the other four, plus the kids on the bench, but each kid, I wanted to, them to do what they could do the best. And that's where it started winning ball games, and that's where they... Uh, Amen. Folks, this is a story of faith. This is a witness story. We have Deacon Gary Schumacher here today with us. Uh, Mike, give us a way of how do we get these phone lines right? All right, we got to get them lit up here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please call 877-795-0122. This is day three of our live drive. You've been listening to us for uh, two and a half days now. And if, you're, uh, if, it ha if, if your heart is telling you to make that call, please do so. If you don't know what, uh, what to give, uh, make the call and... Uh, We'll uh, pray with you, and uh, we'll come up with a figure that you will be proud of and uh, ha be joyful uh, about. And we do have uh, callers calling in right now. And again, that number is 877-795-0122. And uh, uh, Deacon Gary, wouldn't it be fun uh, if one of your former athletes from St. Gertrude's or in the past uh, schools that you've uh, taught at way back uh, then wouldn't that be fun to hear from them over the phone if they yeah, they'd call and say in honor of coach schumacher now right. deacon schumacher if, if there's still yeah <laughs> i think there are still some people over there that i did coach but you know i was 25 years old and those kids are you know getting up there in age and you don't really keep track of the age you are and the age right. they are too and then i've talked to a couple that have called me up you know during the past years and just oh, talked nice. to so how nice yeah. well let's uh, let's get back to the uh uh the board here we have uh, jody online that called in from plymouth minnesota uh, a nice gift let's listening on 97.1 in honor of kelly uh, breitenbach and uh, lisa uh was online from belfield north dakota Thank you for your gift, Lisa. Ninety, or excuse me, listening on one hundred one point nine. In memory of my father-in-law. Thank you very much, Lisa. May he rest in peace. And we have uh, Deacon Leonard and Christy from Dickinson. Thank you very much, uh, Leonard and Christy, for calling in. Uh, they're listening uh, at uh, one hundred one point nine. FM and they have contributed at the messenger level. Thank you very much. And their gift is honor of their niece Ava Grace, who weighed one pound one ounce at birth and now weighs six pounds. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Thanks to the medical team. Amen to that. Well, thank you, Leonard and Christy. Thank you, Lisa from Belfield and Jody from Plymouth, Minnesota. And so, again, let's uh, light up the phones again. Uh, let's see if we can get 30 donors in the next uh, 35 minutes. That should, be, uh, that should be doable. Let's get 30 donors in the next 
30 minutes. Uh, one, the caller a minute, folks. That's 877-795-0122 or online at yourcatholicradiostation.com. So thank you very much uh, again for joining us, uh, Deacon Gary. And thank you for choosing to serve uh, the Lord in your capacity as a deacon and for your 15 years of service as a deacon. That's a, that's a tremendous commitment. And, uh, you know, as, as uh, I drove into Napoleon, it's always a delight for me to come to these uh, small, smaller rural towns. You know, you have a pretty good-sized parish here of 280 families. And, uh, but there's, some, uh, there's always challenges, and there's also opportunities here with a, a rural uh, a setting like this. Yeah, yes, there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I'd like to say a few words, you know, about becoming a deacon. It was something that was asked of me uh, when Father Lowerman was here. And there was also a couple deacons that uh, from Fargo that came out and talked and was, you know, looking for people that want to be a deacon. And uh, Deacon Matt Prom is one of them, but he's deceased now, but he was very dedicated, you know, to being a deacon. And I guess the choice to become a deacon isn't the easiest. It really is a commitment. But after 15 years of being a deacon, it's rewarding. It really is. And for me, I guess the reason I said that about being a teacher if I wouldn't have been a teacher, I don't think I could be doing what I am now because the public relations helped me there. And it also helps me with what I'm doing now as a deacon, too. Public relations is very critical because you talked about coaching. Yes. Meeting those people where they're at. Yes. I know you. I've been here in the parish now for three years, Deacon Gary, and uh, we've had two suicides. Mm-hmm. We've had deaths of a lady that's 102 years old. We've had church packed for the, some of the biggest weddings. We've had baptisms. We've had the ups, the downs. Would you trade it for anything else? Would I what? Would you trade that for anything else? No. Because no. you're being with the people where you are needed. Yes. And you're meeting them where you're at to bring no. them closer to God. Yes. How beautiful can that be to be able to touch the lives? Would have you ever envisioned that that's what the diaconate would be about for you? In the beginning, you mean? Yeah. No, not really. It was my the reason I really thought I should become a deacon was I wanted to help the priest because there was no sacristans back in my days, and the priest did a lot of the work. And Father Mental is the one that I helped a lot when I got back here after I moved back to Napoleon, and helping him, he taught me a lot too. But it was just, yeah, being there for helping him, you know, and probably made half my decision to become a deacon, but then there was other priests along the line that have just, yeah. But it, it it's not, I mean, yeah, it's got a lot of benefits to it, a lot of rewards. Yeah. You have a great story, uh, Deacon Gary. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, we have more to come here, folks, in the next half hour. we got 31 minutes uh, left in the hour, uh, actually 33 because we go two past the hour, and the number is 877-795-0122 or online at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Again, that phone number, and uh, before I left this morning, my wife said, say the number slowly, Mike, 
795-0122. And we still have callers calling in. Thank you very much. We have uh, uh, 30, uh, 32 minutes left. Now I have to hand it back to Eli. Eli is at the Command Center in Fargo, North Dakota. All righty. Thank you, Mike. And, uh, you know, right as you were tossing it to me, I realized that I, I misplaced my page, but now I got it, got it right in front of me. So, <laughs> just wanted to quickly remind people that today's Live Drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Production Service Agronomy of Mohall. With four certified crop advisors on staff, they provide professional crop consulting, soil sampling, and zone management services for farmers in North Central and Northwest North Dakota. They can be contacted by calling 701-756-6361. We thank them and everyone who helps make this great Real Presence Radio Network available across the upper Midwest. Back to you, Mike. All right. Well, we have $780 thus far raised uh, for the hour. Uh, we have uh, a goal this, uh, this hour of uh, getting up to $8,000, and that 8000 is matched with another $8,000 uh, with challenge matching gifts that uh, folks have uh, pledged pre- previous to the live drive. And so we have some more donors, Father uh, and Deacon, uh, we have Kathy from Cavalier that uh, called in with a gift, uh, listening on 1370, our very first station up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, uh, for my granddaughter being baptized tomorrow. Wonderful. And what a gift. Alan from Zealand uh, called in with a messenger or an evangelist level gift, listening on 91.7. FM. Thank you very much, Alan. Thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, folks, we do have some chairs open here at the uh, entrance of St. Philip Neary Church in Napoleon, North Dakota is where we're broadcasting from. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with uh, Father Neil, F- Neil Pfeiffer and Deacon Gary Schumacher. And uh, we are accepting uh, calls at 877-795-012. 0122. That number again, 877-795-0122. Please give us a call and uh, we are on our way to an $8,000 goal and uh, we need uh, about $7,000 yet this hour. So folks, please light them up. We could use an archangel gift at uh, 5000 if uh, if it's on your heart, and I know there's some out there. So uh, please consider that. Uh, if you can give a dollar a day, that would be the messenger level at $360, uh, the apostle level, and uh, every $1,000 donor father uh, gets a... Uh, gets a rosary that has been touched to the uh, uh, a container that has the re- relics of each of the 12 apostles. Wow, that's the, in Rome. The, yes, yes, indeed. And the crucifix also contains a third-class relic of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. So though that rosary will be sent to you uh, for those donating uh, at the apostle level at $1,000. So what a neat gift that would be. You know, I had a pastor when I was a real young kid. I went to a Catholic school in rugby. And the pastor always said, when he heard I was going to the seminary, he said, well, your struggles are coming. You're going to have a lot of joyful moments, but the struggles, he said. 
Anytime you do a parish project, it's always tough to get the money, he said. There's always a good problem and there's a bad problem. I believe that we have that problem this hour, Mike. The good problem is the money is out there. It's in their pockets. The bad problem is we have to get it. Not to get it for ourselves. It's not about us. It's not about us at all. It's about the mission. The mission of the radio spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And coming back to Deacon Gary here, I know um, we got a call in from Zealand, 45 miles down the road. Deacon Gary has been helping me. I got assigned three more parishes this year. So I have a total of four parishes. Zealand is one. Deacon Gary goes down to Zealand every week, every Thursday for adoration. They're responding. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. And I think there's more folks in that parish that possibly could respond. You were down in Wishick this morning for an adoration and a communion service at the nursing home. Let's hear from some folks down in the Wishick area. You know, I serve in Ashley. There's nobody that's called in from Ashley yet. We're calling you out. Deacon Gary did a blood drive yesterday in our community. He does a lot for our community. How many people gave blood yesterday? 41. 41 people gave blood, and Deacon Gary said they're very low right now. Look at this. This is what one guy can do for a parish. He talked about earlier about using gifts and talents of his players. I believe that's one of Deacon Gary's strengths of getting people to do the best, meeting them where they are at. Can you talk a little bit more about what it's like living as a deacon and a married man? I know you're a rancher, which I don't think you've talked about yet, but you have several cattle out there. Is it always easy to make these sacrifices? No, not all the time if you're a cattleman, because there's a lot of times you have things that happen with weather and cattle, and it's hard, you know, it's very stressful. It's stressful now. And as far as, you know, the marriage with my wife, I, I think she's part of helping me getting through a lot of times. And uh, and it's hard, you know, doing it alone. And when she's there to help, the encouragement helps me a lot. I don't think it's really as much the, being the diacon and it's just trying to keep up. Like you said at the beginning of your talk, you said it's hard to serve God and man. And it, I want to do both. Sometimes you talked about, you were warned about the struggles. And I think that's what we all live through is a struggle in life. And how do we find a way to handle that and get through it? Getting through it is the hardest part. But there's always that part of people will help you. You accept that. And if you accept that, you accept the help. It's pretty much the help that God's given to you. And that means a lot in life. You so. know, you're, you're correct on that because Lori and Tanya last hour talked about the significance of the faith and the family in our community. It's not just once or twice the community comes together. The community constantly rallies. They rally. Church last Sunday, full. Lots of little children's. They, they quit counting 60 to 65 kids. <laughs> you know, how many other small town communities would die to have that? And here in our community, our largest age group, believe it or not, is not 75 and older. Our largest age group in our parish is 0 to 25. Ah. Mm. Not 26 to 50, not 51 to 75, not 75 and older. Our largest age group. What makes our community that people want to come back, Deacon Gary? 
How would you talk about that? You see many of the people that, you know, you've grown up with here in town and they come back here, they start their families here, they start their careers here. What makes Napoleon so special in that regard? I don't know. That, uh, that's a good question, but there's a lot of facts behind it because, you know, when I came back, I'm at a different age, you know, and, and you talked about what do you see. For me right now, I see grand, my grandkids coming back, and I've got a son that's coming back now too, and one of the things nice. that he sees is the young kids. And, hmm. and coming to 10 o'clock Mass and seeing all these young families and the young children just makes you feel bet good, put it that way, oh, and yeah. better. And you got hope then, you, you know? And I think the, the religious background of the people here is strong. And I think a lot of families, parents, you know, want their children to go to church. They want them to raise a family. They want them just to have something that's good. And we have it here with, with the families we have. You know, Deacon Gary, you make a good point there. I was talking to a brother priest of mine, and I won't call him out because he won't appreciate it much, so I'll keep it <laughs> confidential. But my brother priest is in a community that's bigger than Napoleon. He hasn't had a wedding in five years. Oh, my goodness. He's only done two baptisms. What's that say for that community 20 years from now in the faith? What does it say for that parish? Because the children, we say, are the future. And we can't give up on them. You know, a lot of people that struggle with hearing aids say, Father, can you do something to make them cry? It's like, I'm not coming down on parents at all. Absolutely not. Because the parent promised their God on the day of the baptism, they'd bring the children to the faith. We have that. What would you say to the one that says, you know, I haven't, I haven't had a wedding. I've only done one or two baptisms. What would your encouragement be for a couple to move back to a small community? What does a small community have that makes it attractive? That we're not getting jobs in Fargo or Sioux Falls or Rapid City and all the other listening, Duluth and Bemidji and, you know, they're all bigger cities. What would your advice be if that was for you? My advice, I guess, it's pretty hard to give advice right now because the economy that we have and asking the rural people to come, you know, having young people come back to the rural area because of the fact of the economy. But I guess my my thoughts is, you know, you're young, you want to raise a family, you want to go someplace where your children are recognized and not the competition of a large area and the smaller schools where you get more help, you know, your students, your children. And I guess I, I'm looking at young people, if they have a way of coming back, a way of getting a job somehow in a small community, that could be a plus for yourself and for your children and for the whole family. I, I think we're blessed here is because we have parents that give the young kids a chance to farm or a job, and that way 
and they lead by example. Amen. I, I was just going to say that the, these uh, communities have such a faith uh, component to it, and uh, it's, uh, it's uh, neighbor helping neighbor, that sort of thing that builds that community. And folks, we... Uh, uh, speaking of community, we need your help. Uh, please call 877-795-0122. Uh, we're on the third day of our live drive. Uh, we have uh, about 20 uh, minutes left, so that means there's time for... Our phones for aren't ringing right now, guys. The number is one 877 Make our ladies work. I mean, they're getting paid today, right? Amen. Amen. Yes. They're getting yes. paid. Why are we yes. sitting there and they're sitting idle? Well, yes, we have uh, the highly paid volunteers that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. That's interesting because one guy asked me the other day. He says, "Father, you can't fire me. I'm a volunteer." <laughs> and of course, he said it in a joking way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and uh, and speaking of those highly paid volunteers, we want to give a shout out to all those folks that have volunteered back at the uh, mothership at command center in our studio studios in Fargo, North Dakota. Thank you very much, and uh, please uh, give them a call. Keep them busy at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. And again, that number. I'll say it slower: eight seven 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 nine five. 0122. And this is our third day of the live drive. And you, you know, some of you uh, have been listening now for three days in a row, and uh, you're thinking, well, you're driving down the road. Let's see, should I, uh, should I call? Should I, what should I give? I don't know what to give. Uh, but get to, get to a number and then double that, and you will have a joy in your heart that will last for a long, long time. And we have some phone calls coming in. We have Bob and Chris from Watford City. Thank you very much, Bob and Chris. Uh, this uh, gift is in respect for our parish, the Church of Epiphany in Watford City, North Dakota, and for our pastor, the very Reverend Father Brian Gross. Well, Who thank grew up here in Napoleon. Ah, Father. Shout out to Father Brian Gross. Oh, oh, here, here. Yes, indeed. I didn't know that about Father uh, Father Brian. Yes, he may uh, have he may have grown up in Bismarck, but he has the Gross family originates here Got in Napoleon. It. Got it. Very good. All right. And then we have Cheryl from Napoleon Kintyre. I got you it. got it. I got it. Kintyre. Ding, 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 ding. And uh, Cheryl from Napoleon Kintyre. Thank you very much. Listening on 91.7 in honor of Kelly Brighton-Bach. Kelly Brighton-Bach. Thank you, uh, Cheryl. And Angela and Sheldon from Napoleon. Wonderful. Thank you very much for your gift. Listening on 91.7 in Thanksgiving for Father Pfeiffer and our deacons. Thank Praise you to be those to God. Who are contributing. And again, there's several ways to contribute. First of all, is calling 1 877 795 or logging on to your computer, your Catholic Radio Station.com, or using the phone app, the RPR. You know? Out in Zealand, I have pressures that say, Father, we can't hear the towers. We're not covered out here. Maybe if we can someday get that area covered, they would love that. They would listen. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There's places that the, this radio station does not cover because you only have so much area, and we only have so, a budget we work with. And when we have a budget we work with, we have to, we're growing slowly. Yes. And when we grow slowly, we get coverage. The area is covered. Amen. 
But also, you can stop by St. Philip Neri if you're in town here in Napoleon and drop your donation off even in the lobby. Yes, indeed. We've had uh, a lot of traffic here this last hour and people dropping off their, their gift. Thank you very much for all those that made the effort to stop by in at uh, St. Philip Neri Church and uh, contribute to uh, Real Presence Radio. We're on our third day of our live drive, folks, and uh, we have a ways to go this hour. And you know, Father, there was a survey taking of uh, uh, listeners of Catholic Radio and uh, in, in 2017. And uh, what they found was very, very interesting. They, they found out that 94% are more spiritually engaged in, and inspired. 69% are better able to teach their children the truths of our faith. And 64% increase their charitable giving uh, to their church listening to Real Presence Radio. You know why that is, Mike? Because the Holy Spirit is anointing them. Ah. The Holy Spirit, when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, many times you can drive down the road, and all of a sudden you're engaged in a topic, and it's like, you might ask the question, how would I answer that? Sometimes I can't articulate things, but always the best. And I always have something I can learn. And when I've got something I can learn, you know what? Will we ever know it all? No. Not until we see God face to face. And those that think they know everything, I want you to start teaching a course on the Trinity. Because the Trinity is revealed by God. We can't wrap our mind around it. Uh. It's our faith. Faith in the radio. Faith in communicating the gospel. Faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord, in the Eucharist. Yeah. The more you draw closer to Christ, the more you're going to be like him. Amen. And again, that number is 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. And you know, folks, uh, uh, Father Pfeiffer cannot do this alone. Uh, your pastor cannot do this alone. Uh, we need uh, Catholic radio because w we've seen it work. We uh, get testimony every week calling in, writing in, uh, emails, texts that say how, what listening to Real Presence Radio has done for them, whether that is a conversion, whether that is a reversion back to their faith, whether that's a, a saved marriage. Uh, I was doing some phone calls and ran into a couple that uh, shared with me over the phone this. Absolutely, we're going to uh, uh, support Real Presence Radio because of you folks. We had a reversion back to our faith. Uh, you know, it was two callers later. It was phenomenal. A couple calls later, I absolutely we're going to uh, support Real Presence Radio because of you. Uh, our marriage was saved. So it is the Holy Spirit work. It's not us. It's not. It's not us working uh, the staff at RPR. It's. It's not Father uh, Father Neil. It is the Holy Spirit. And uh, please, please, we need your help. Uh, you know, Steve Splanskowski, our executive director, points out that we cover a uh, audience of a potential audience of 2.4 million in our 25 stations, five states, 10 dioceses, and if every one of of those potential audience uh, members would donate one dollar, that is our budget. That takes care of our budget. Exactly. But uh, so that we need the numbers, absolutely. But we need a gift from you in which. That, uh, that will give you joy and which you will be proud of. So please, please help us out, 877 uh, 795 And there was one thing I wanted to point out here, 
or bring uh, to uh, to the uh, to our attention. Uh, reading some of the notes uh, on you, Deacon Gary, you uh, you said that uh, you farmed on the family farm raising beef cattle, and earlier in the show last hour we explained how. Uh, egg producers out there can give commodities and it's a tax advantage to them. Uh, you can do that same with uh, cattle. You can take the cattle to the exchange and extend uh, a calf or to or, or the whole herd, whatever you want to do, to uh, a charity like uh, St. Philip Neary or Real Presence Radio. And it saves them in taxes because they don't claim that as income. They give the product to us, to Real Presence Radio, and then the exchange sells it in our name. And it's done all the time. It's, uh, it's a, everything's above board. So that's a creative way of giving. Another creative way of giving, if you're 70 and a half, you can take uh, part of your IRA and transfer it over to your church uh, or charity, Real Presence Radio, and uh, you're, you don't pay tax on that IRA money. It uh, works the same way. So there's uh, uh, more than uh, one way of just simply cash uh, to support Real Presence Radio and our live drive. And we have some, uh, some donors here. We have uh, uh, Lana from Belfield, North Dakota. Thank you very much, Lana. I think I know who you are. You know, you're not going to get meet nicer ladies than the, uh, fo the two ladies that run Java Gypsies in Belfield, North Dakota, Lana and Lori. Thank you very much. Lana, in memory of their uh, grandmothers, uh, this would be Lana and Lori, in memory of their grandmothers, Olga and Eleanor. Thank you very much, Lana, for your gift. Deacon Geary made a comment a while back, and I, th I think it's very important for couples that are listening today. And, you know, he made a comment about how his wife supports him on this journey. When I do marriage prep, one of the points I like to make is to the couples is, it's your duty as a spouse to get your spouse to heaven. Now, Deacon Gary, if somebody's considering the diaconate and their wife doesn't support them, what are your words to somebody who's considering a diaconate, whether they're single or married? But what is that support of the spouse? How important is that for, you know, you might have somebody out there who's listening and saying, you know what, my spouse won't go through the classes. What would your words of encouragement be to those? I guess the encouragement would be to just ask her to try it because... I've been in it for 15 years. I have seen wives of men, and the man wanted to be a deacon very badly. And the wife, I guess, just didn't think she could do it. But after a year coming in and being with the other wives of the deacons that were studying, she could accept it. And everyone that I can remember, and men that had wives that contemplating it everyone they came in and their husbands became deacons it isn't easy what we're doing as a deacon it isn't but once they see the real thing and and the benefits and it's not only you know a woman coming in and just being there for the man you're also coming in and being with the other wives too and I think that's a support group that really really worked well for these couple of ladies that uh, I know of and you know friends of mine deacons that have become deacons that their wives came in and, and it was a support that you get 
once you're in the program. Absolutely. And, you know, Deacon Gary, there might be some out there that are saying, you know, I wouldn't mind being a deacon, but I don't ever want to preach. You know, I might want to be a deacon, but, you know, it might be that but, 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 but. Yeah. What can you help somebody who's thinking about it to discern, is this for me? What tools or advice would you give them? I guess the first thing is, it's your decision. Do you want to de- do you want to serve people? Do you want to help those people? Do you have something inside of you that God God has given you that you want to help people? Because, and it's a rewarding situation. You help people, you'll see the reward, and you feel good about it. And as far as preaching. Uh, it wasn't easy for a lot of uh, people that came in at the time we were going through it, but there's a lot of work that we do together, and when we were done, everyone that was in the group were doing sermons, you know. But I, I can't say that it's for everyone a sermon, but there's so many other things that you can do that, you know, a sermon, you know, would Well, have to you, be. you bring up a great point because the other day I. Uh and I file all my homilies, my points, mm-hmm. from year to year to year. Nice. So if I ever get into a pinch, you know, I didn't have the time to prepare. I don't like to use those. And I look back to my first year of a deacon and priest, and it's like, boy, that homily was fluff. <laughs> There's no content there. But it's in art, the more you practice it, mm-hmm. the better you become. It's like shooting free throws. You talked about basketball earlier. You just don't stop, step up to the line for your game-winning shot. Mm-hmm. You put many hours of time into the gym. Amen. And we just had some comments from Facebook. Uh, uh, some very nice things about uh, Deacon Gary. Yes. Thanks to Becky from uh, Zealand, who says, Deacon Gary was my religion teacher the year I was confirmed. Oh, yeah. So you are having an impact on students. Who are Amen. Yeah. Might not be the basketball That's, players no, you were no, looking yeah. at. No, but you no. know what? Here's some of the kids that are now married. Becky's got three children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You Becky. know what? Yeah, you made an impact on her life. Yeah. She bothered to communicate that. Yeah. Sometimes we don't always hear the thank you. Yeah, but you know what? She's thinking of you, yeah, and that Becky. thinking of you is also a form of gratitude. Uh-huh. We also have another comment from Don here in Napoleon who says, "Deacon Gary does so much for our community. He does home visits." every Saturday night to the homebound. He assists at Mass. He's even blessed my parents' wedding anniversary. Nice. So the role of the deacon, look at here, you're just touching lives, and you have no idea when you're doing what you're doing, how you will impact others. That's why our challenge today is, we have no idea how much Real Presence Radio actually touches the lives of others. That's why we encourage you today to call one eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Let me repeat that. One eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. And we just had uh, a, a gift walked in uh, for us uh, right here at Saint Philip Neri Church in Napoleon, North Dakota. We have a gift from Marcus and Luella from Napoleon. Thank you very much, uh, Marcus and Luella. Uh, we do appreciate that. We do have uh, Jeffrey 
uh, from Minot, North Dakota, that uh, would, uh, for with a generous gift, would like to offer this for the Cresil Movement. Well, God bless you, Jeffrey. Thank you very much. We have Jim from Flasher, North Dakota, with a an evangelist level gift. Thank you very much. Listening on ninety one point seven, and he says, "I challenge the farmers and ranchers out there." to donate. And again, as we just said, uh, you know, our egg producers have the opportunity to give commodities to the exchange. You don't pay tax on that income. It just is a, a gift of your uh, product, and then uh, the exchange sells it in our name. Jim, that's a great challenge, a challenging the farmers and ranchers. Many of them are trying to combine today. As, uh, they're talking about rain tonight and tomorrow. You know, they're listening in the cab. Give us a call, one 877 Seven nine five zero one two two. But what about challenging the Knights of Napoleon? Deacon Gary is a former Grand Knight as a deacon. What about challenging those who are deacons? You know, there are many challenges we can put out there. Aha. Uh -huh. We are just about at the end of our hour, folks. We have uh, uh, about two thousand uh, nineteen hundred and fifty dollars raised. Uh, we, we need some action here. Please call us at 877-795-0122. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, uh, you, know, you know, if you've been listening for the last two days and now uh, it, it's on your heart to give us a call, please listen to the Holy Spirit and give us a call at 877-795-0122. You know, this Facebook Live is producing results. We've had two comments. Now a third one has come in for Deacon Gary. Tori writes, Deacon Gary did my marriage prep and helped me with my conversion back to the faith. Again. Amen. You know Amen. what? Winning souls for Jesus Christ is the mission of Real Presence Radio. It's the mission of the diaconate and the priesthood. But you know what? It's all of our missions because we're baptized. We're baptized to help make disciples of all nations. Not just the priest, not just the deacon, but it's everybody. Amen. Uh, deacon Gary, thank you very much. Before uh, we leave here, I just wanted to extend my thanks to you for all you do for the Napoleon community, uh, St. Philip Neri Church. Uh, and uh, thank you for telling your story. What a great story. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's... Uh, folks out there that had you as a coach that are listening and just enjoyed those stories and uh, you know it's a very apparent how many hearts and souls that you've been touching during your uh, reign as uh, during your ser service as a deacon thank you so thank you very much uh, Deacon Gary uh, we have a few minutes left uh, 877-795-0122 and uh, again I have not met our goal guys yeah we, we, uh, we will take your calls uh, up until uh, the beginning of the next hour which is about uh, six minutes past but it's 877-795-0122 and uh, before we run out of time I, I just want to say, say thank you to you Father Neil, uh, I want to thank uh, Tanya, I want to thank uh, Barbara and all your staff that have helped set up these, uh, the studio in the entrance of your parish. Thank you for your invitation and your, and your hospitality. Absolutely. As like I said at the outset of the 12 o'clock hour, anytime you guys want to come down, I mean, you're always more than welcome in our community and I believe that is our community. I believe we have to have open arms, open hearts and 
you know, being willing to serve. And that's what this is all about. Amen. Well, thank you so much for that. And folks, uh, we're at our final minute. Uh, we can t- still take your call at 877-795-0122. And uh, again, thank you to all the donors. Thank you to all the donors last hour and this hour, especially the, the special ones that made the trip up to uh, uh, St. Philip Neri Church in Napoleon, North Dakota. On behalf of uh, Father Pfeiffer, Thank you very much, and you have a blessed day, everyone.